0: Welcome to the Web Podcast, episode number fifty two. M. V. MVP. I'm not talking about the most valuable player. I'm talking about the minimum viable product. This is the Wet Podcast, Writing, Education, and Technology. I am Eric Marshall. I am your host. And this is a solo cast. You've probably noticed a theme or perhaps an undercurrent. In some of my solo casts lately. I've been talking a lot about. Entrepreneurial. Topics. In addition to. Or in conjunction with. Writing. Education. uh, And or technology. Uh, Part of this is because I've been. Kind of reading about. And listening to podcasts about. Kind of entrepreneurial. uh, Projects. Topics. And part of it is because. uh, Some of this stuff is, is somewhat new to me. I don't come from a. Business background. I don't come from a background of entrepreneurism. Is that a word? Uh, In fact, uh, the word has kind of negative connotations for me in some ways. Or it has, I guess. My dad was a factory worker, he worked at the assembly plant for Ford. Uh, for many years and then transferred to the transmission plant he had his share of problems layoffs strikes things like that but the union was strong and he was able to work the same job for most of his adult life uh, until he retired and it's because of in part because of that strong union that now that he's gone my mom is able to live a comfortable life with the uh, pension and uh, other things that he left behind, along with Social Security, of course. It was kind of a traditional household in a lot of ways. And for people of my parents' generation, that's the way it was. You know, one person, usually the man, went to work and uh, made made the money and people were able to work one job and expect a pension, or something to take care of them once they've retired or passed on. Things aren't like that anymore. We all know that. Even when I was in grad school, though, I had a vision of getting a tenure-track job and living out my career as a professor, teaching, writing, writing, teaching, research committees, <laughs> all that, and, um, and that that may still happen, uh, but even people who are in tenured track or even tenured positions are beginning to see just how tenuous that position is becoming. I'm a writer; I've always considered myself a writer, and I'm an educator. But increasingly, I found that if I really want to make a living, I need to diversify, I need to become somewhat of an entrepreneur, cobble together a living, a career. And uh, I'm okay with that. I think I talked about this uh, in the side hustle episode. You can search for that on thewetpodcast.com. Another solo cast. So at any rate, uh, today I'm talking about The concept of the minimum viable product, the idea that you should release not the perfect product, not wait until every little thing is worked out and everything's been optimized to the best it can possibly be to a state of perfection, but rather release something viable, something good, something of quality, but Release it as soon as you get to that minimum level of viability, which doesn't mean putting out crap, (laughs) but it does mean you, you change it as you go. You go back and revise, you improve. How does this relate to what this podcast is about? Well, it relates in a lot of ways. Um, In a lot of ways, it relates in publishing. I think uh, for me personally, I've got a lot of different works, a couple, three or four unfinished novels, <laughs> some short stories, uh, an academic paper that I'm struggling with uh, that I've been revising, and revising until it's perfect and it will never be perfect. And so I've been thinking about like, what's the minimum I need to do that, to release it. With my dissertation, I was like that. I, I didn't want to even give it to my committee until I felt like it was, it had covered every single angle of every single possible thing that someone could respond to. Every piece of media, every film. I wanted to make sure that my dissertation encompassed everything before I gave it to my committee and before I defended it. Uh, that was an impossible task, especially in my field, which is uh, media studies, film and media studies. There's new stuff coming out all of the time, uh, new scholarship, sure, but also new new media. And so, with digital media, it was impossible to keep up. And I kept trying and trying and trying. And and there's no way to get ahead. Eventually, I I guess I came up with a, what was probably a minimum viable product, and now I have a PhD. For teachers, uh, the syllabus that you give your students is probably always a minimum viable product in some ways. Well, for me it is. I don't know. Maybe other people take more time and effort to craft their syllabi and maybe they're quite proud of them, but (laughs) I've never reached that stage. This podcast started as a MVP and it still is. I mean, think about it. What do you need for a podcast, what was the minimum stuff you need? You need a way to record, and you need somewhere to store those files, so that they so that people can access them. That's <laughs> all you really need. Uh, you have you have that equipment on your phone, on your computer. Uh, for me, I wanted a good sound, so I bought a microphone. I learned how to do audio editing. I use a system that. It makes it easy to get on iTunes so people can find the podcast. And if you'd like to go to iTunes and leave a review, that would be great. I really appreciate that. But there are, it's all I needed, you know? And the concept for the, for this podcast was pretty simple. I said, well, I'm interested in writing and education and technology. And that's a kind of funny acronym, wet. I should give it a try. Uh, that very day, I, started the podcast. I started inviting guests. My first four guests came on before I even had the podcast set up. All I had was a name and an internet connection and the microphone. I already had the microphone from my other podcast. That's a wrap, which also started just with three guys sitting around having beer. It's uh, <laughs> pretty simple. And uh you know, if you look back at the early episodes of this podcast, you can see that um, over the last 52 episodes I've optimized quite a bit. I've tried to eliminate extraneous sound, I've tried to edit more tightly, try to stay on topic. Right now I'm recording in a closet with clothes hanging as an experiment to see if I can optimize the sound better to get a more muffled sound, less uh, echo on my on my voice <laughs> as I record, for example. But on the other hand, uh, you know, last week I released a podcast that I recorded outside with cars going by and birds chirping and, you know, we were at a coffee house uh, outdoors. Was that good enough? Yeah, it was good enough. You know, it's a minimal viable product. Actually, it ended up being better than some of my other episodes uh, in terms of sound, you know, because of the ambiance. I learned something from that. So the podcast is a minimal viable product. I sometimes craft blog posts that sit forever, never published because they're not perfect. I have emails in my draft folder to my email list that are unsent because I don't feel like they're good enough. I have emails in my draft folder to friends that I feel like don't accurately capture exactly what I want to say. So they sit there. My friends have no idea and they, you know, feel like maybe I'm ignoring them or maybe I send them a placeholder email that says, Hi, happy birthday, uh, instead of the long email I've drafted. I think I've said it on this podcast before, you know, perfection is the enemy of good. I've heard it said perfection is the enemy of done as well. Either way. So my goal is to figure out what is the minimum viable product? What's good enough? I've seen a lot of things. I've been reading a lot of indie published books. I've been watching a lot of uh, TV uh, and, you know, professionally produced television and movies. I've been watching stuff on YouTube. And I find errors in some of the stuff. I find things that could be done better. I've been rereading Neil Gaiman's Sandman recently. Uh, He's one of my favorite authors by far. And uh, Sandman is one of my favorite graphic novels of all time but rereading sandman especially the first graphic novel you can see that he's still trying to find his way it's clunky in places the language is not as tight as it becomes later the uh pace a lot of it is i'm not going to say muddled but it's not what i remember when i look back at the series it's still good and it still works and I still enjoyed reading it, but I was definitely aware that he wasn't quite sure where this was going to go or what he was going to do with it, uh, where he was going to go with the story. And uh, I read the afterward and sure enough, he said the same thing. He went issue by issue and talked about how it wasn't until one of the last issues that he figured out his voice. That's when he figured out at the end of the run of the first, um, you know run of the first part of the story the end of the first graphic novel as it's presented now is when he found his voice for the rest of the series preludes and nocturnes the sandman is a minimum viable product Um, but it's viable you know if the product is viable i can look past the shortcomings if it's valuable to me As I hope this podcast is valuable to you, and the novels I publish will be valuable on some level, entertaining at the very least. As the academic work I publish will be valuable to the community. As the nonfiction work I publish will be valuable to those who read it. Even if it's not perfect, even if it's not edited as well as it could be, or if it's not long enough uh, according to the traditions of the time, Which, I mean, those traditions are fading fast. I'm kind of building a career as I go. Building this podcast as I go. Building my writing as I go. It's not easy. But I think the lesson that I'm learning is I have to let go. Put stuff into the world. And see what people do with it put stuff into the world and move on and then find more stuff and put more stuff out and create more and create more and put it out. That's the lesson I'm learning. Do you have experience with a minimum viable product? Put a comment on com in the show notes for this. You can also find me on Facebook and Twitter. My Twitter handle is emarsh. If you like what you hear here, either the solo casts, or the interviews, or both, and you want to support the podcast monetarily, financially, you can go to Patreon, patreon.com slash emarsh. You can support me there by pledging a dollar, two dollars if you want to, or more per month or per episode. That would be nice. Hey, thanks again for listening to the WET Podcast. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of the listeners. I appreciate all the feedback I've been getting And, uh, you know, to be honest, I've been having fun doing this, so thanks a lot. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.